0: in ladies and gentlemen to episode number 13 the first episode of season two of the warriors of lust podcast episode 13 longer harder lustier we are so excited to be back i am your host the enemy of innocence cali page i am as ever and
1: always the insatiable jeraku drake
2: and of course, I am the Temptress of Fate, Serena Hema.
0: We are so excited to be back after uh, a wonderful off season, giving us some time to plan and prepare and uh, figure out some new and exciting things to do here in season two. We will be bringing back some of the things that you all loved from season one. Yes, the Thirst Down will absolutely be returning. We're even going to go back throughout this season and revisit some of the topics that we talked about In the first season, that maybe didn't get quite the time that they deserved because in season two, every episode is going to be a little bit longer. We're not sticking ourselves to one hour anymore. We're going to actually increase it out. Episodes will be longer. We'll have more time to discuss some things. And some of those topics that maybe didn't get the time that they deserved last go around, looking at you, subdom relationship, Uh, we are going, and kink, oh my gosh, Uh, we are going to revisit. Um, we have new things that we're going to be doing this season. Some interesting, uh, new segments, I think, that everyone will enjoy. Some of your favorites from last season will make returns throughout the season. And, uh, yeah, allow me to first say, uh, to my wonderful co-host, who I'm so happy to be joined by again this season. Always nice when you go through a season change and the cast doesn't have to change. Uh, what did you all get up to in the off season we've had a couple months away serena what have you been up to
2: working i've been working oh i've been, I've been working a lot i work about 12 hour shifts um so i've been working a lot and i oh. had a birthday just okay. like you uh,
0: yes our birthday is very close to each other we <laughs> did both turn a year older in the off season we
2: did, but yeah now i work about, I, oh. i've been working a lot and playing final fantasy yeah
0: i understand you're
2: uh, are you are you rating this tier I was rating. I'm actually currently working on P4S.
0: Nice. Um, wow, you cleared P3S. That's impressive.
2: Yeah, fuck that noise. It did not clear <laughs> P3S. You know, when they released the patch and they were like, oh, you can just skip around. Our rate right part was like, goodbye, P3S. Maybe we'll come and talk to you later. Yeah. We literally went into it once.
0: Yeah, we'll see your ass in 6.5.
2: Never again. When I'm better geared, maybe.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, Jiraku, what have you been up to in the off-season? So many video games. Okay.
2: Not just League of Legends?
1: Uh, League of Legends has been the least of it, actually. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're Don't not playing it. Greek of Griblins.
2: Character,
1: <laughs> character development. I did play a little bit of League the past couple days, but other than that, no. Um... I'm going to be honest with you. I don't remember timeline things. What happened when I started, what I started after we did our last episode. So what I remember is uh, Elden Ring happened. Yep, that did happen. Oh, yeah, I remember you that. Were, you
0: were knee deep in
1: it. Okay. Oh, yeah. And then time passed. Yeah. Somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, As it does. And then I did Fire Emblem Three Houses, which I did to prep for Fire Emblem Three Hopes, which was amazing and fabulous. And I don't understand why people don't appreciate how good the Musou games that are good are, uh, probably because the bad ones are terrible. Mm -hmm. And, And I have been playing Melvor Idol, which is, if you're unfamiliar, what if you could play RuneScape without having to right click on a map and look at a UI that's has character models and it was instead just an idle game that's not an idle game. And then I played Monster Hunter Rise and I played Monster Hunter Rise's Sunbreak expansion and I played Monster Hunter Stories 2 because why not? And I tried to play Pathfinder Kingmaker which I tried to mod and had issues and got distracted. So I have just been caught in a whirlwind of video games and being horribly sick. Well, that's actually what I was going to say is you sound healthy tonight. It's crazy, isn't it? It's like the first night in months that I've felt mostly okay.
0: That's well that's wonderful. We're super happy to hear it. Um so because you were sick almost the entirety of the off season.
1: Yes, I was. Oh yeah, that's right. That started after we It did. Yeah. Yeah, no. I was I had probably the the latest greatest covid variant is what it seemed to be
2: oh
0: i didn't a, bother a couple covid variants cuz
1: <laughs> i didn't i didn't bother to take the test cuz i was like nah i just have like a really horrible fucked up sore throat that was the uh-uh. start of all of this that's not covid and mm-hmm. then like 3 weeks later i'm told oh did you know the new covid it
2: starts with a fucking sore throat i'm
0: like great you're like awesome. crap
2: i can i can tell you the new covid it literally is like you got strep throat she got COVID.
0: Well, that is uh unfortunate. Uh though we are so happy to hear that you are back and finally feeling healthy again. We'll see how long that lasts as we move into season. <laughs> I like if there is a show more stricken <laughs> by illness than the Warriors of Lust, I don't know it. And you might say maybe that's like God's twelfth belated plague upon us. I don't know. But I, I feel like we get an undue amount of illness on our on our staff.
2: And it's primarily Jiraku and myself.
0: I mean, I wasn't going to You got say it, it once. I did. <laughs> I got I got the vid once. Uh, which r- frankly is enough. That's that's enough. I had neat. I had a very busy off season uh in addition to doing a lot of writing, I got enough writing done on my D&D uh, campaign setting uh, to officially begin alpha testing it, and I started running a stream uh, once a week, playing a campaign set in my own homebrew world, uh, and w- I'm using that to finish fleshing out the book, after which I'm going to attempt to publish it, uh, so I've been working on that. Uh, I also officially did get uh, confirmed uh, for ADHD, and I've been put on medicine uh, for the first time in my life for ADHD, and that has been life-changing. uh I can do so many things now that I could not do before or could not get myself to do before. Uh, It's almost like having ADHD sucks. Uh, Oh. (laughs) Yeah. You get genuinely mad when you, like, start taking the medicine and, like, you're, like, functioning normally. And you go, well, wait. What about, like, the 30 years of my life I lost when I didn't have this medicine? Exactly. Ugh. I am
1: very happy for I'm you. I'm so
2: happy. Thank you. I'm,
1: I'm giving you a very quiet round of applause because I don't know if it's going to peak my microphone. That, that's
0: reasonable. But,
1: but I am very happy
0: for you and but, proud of you. I'll I'm tell proud. you what. If you want to feel like a criminal, if you ever are just like, I, you know what? I need to get the I mean, feeling of like criminal day. experience. Go to a pharmacy and try and pick up a prescription of Adderall because, wow, do they treat you like you... like? Like, they treat you like they have video footage of you going out into the parking lot and selling it the minute you get it. Like, it's crazy trying to get your prescription picked up.
1: Are you sure that's not just part of where you're at?
0: No. I mean, it it might be, but I'm pretty sure that's a a pretty common occurrence. Actually, Adderall is... uh, um,
1: Maybe, Maybe I'm the weird one, then. My pharmacy's super
0: laid back. Do you do Adderall or Ritalin?
1: Uh, other things, lots oh. of
0: things. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, th- I mean, Adderall is an amphetamine, so I I assume that's why they give you such a hard time with it. Yeah, things,
2: they're but. like always so picky, like not picky, but they're always like, like they freaking are like, release the hounds if something goes. Yes,
0: wrong. exactly. <laughs> my so I went to see my psychiatrist uh the other day, and he wants me to increase my dosage. He's like, I want you to go up to doing twenty milligrams instead of ten, which w- which is what I was taking. For now just keep taking two of your pills every day until you're out and then we'll I'll, you know and I'm going to call in right now to get you switched over to the 20 milligrams. They won't give it to me because I picked up my 10 milligrams too recently. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like oh, okay, but my but my doctor says that I should be taking this and I'm like well the federal government says go fuck yourself. Yep. So anyway, yeah. that's a fun time. Uh the last thing I'm working on is uh I am working on publishing a another book, uh not my tabletop setting. I am working on publishing a collection of my short stories uh which is uh time consuming and uh a lot of uh editing that uh, on stories that I never really intended to have to edit. So that's fun. It's been I'm wild.
2: I did. I'm so excited.
0: And also today, big story, I just accepted a new job today.
2: Hell, Hell yeah. yeah.
0: I know. Uh, I can't say anything about it literally uh, until I sign my contract, but that will hopefully be in time for next episode for me to talk about. So, fingers crossed. Anyway,
2: fingers uh, crossed for you. I'm so excited for you. Yeah.
0: All right. It's enough talking about us. It's enough beating around the bush, which has a very different meaning on our show. It occurs to me. But uh, yeah, enough, uh, enough, enough lollygagging. Let's get into it. You know what it is. It's time for the thirst down. Let's get at it. Last season. We selected 12, 13 actually, we had a pilot episode, 13 uh, characters from the Final Fantasy 14 universe that we all loved and thirsted over and wanted added to the Thirst Down. Uh, And then at the end of last season, we uh, picked the best of the best and all three of us added a character into the Thirst Down Hall of Fame. And so we're right back at it. Uh, We've got more characters that we all thirst over and want to see. Uh, we're going to get right back in it, and I'm going to be the one to say a character this time that no one knows who they are, uh, and because if you haven't played Eureka, you definitely don't know who they are, but you're going to wish you had. Uh, <laughs> I humbly, no, I don't humbly, I arrogantly submit Penthesilia onto this uh, into, onto this list. Good old Penny from Eureka Pyros. That's
2: uh, how okay. you say her name? Pen- Penthesilia?
0: Pen- Penthesilia, yep. Uh, at least I think so. I, I don't know. Maybe they don't. Uh, it's Eureka. They don't actually say it out loud. So, so. I appreciate that she's using the Rathalos insect glaive. She is. Uh, she's also. I mean, I, I think it's interesting that that's what you notice about her. It's not what I noticed about her. I, I noticed I've played a little I bit too much
1: I, I, a little bit too much Monster Hunter. Yeah. A little but, bit too much.
0: Yeah. I noticed that she's fighting in a bra and a thong. That's what I noticed about her. She got
2: like uh, six inch
0: heels. Is it actually a thong? I can't find a picture from
1: the back, which confuses me.
0: Uh, it's pr- I remember it being pretty skimpy. It's been a little bit since I uh, have been in Eureka Pyros, but yeah, uh, she's she doesn't she's not wearing a whole lot. And the first time I got down there, Eureka Pyros is the third section of Eureka, and the first two bosses were whatever they were fine. Then I got down to Eureka Pyros, and I just remember like my jaw dropping. And I went, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, okay. I I have been trying really hard
1: to resist admitting it. I think you won this week by default. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um. But also, that's that's cheating. Yeah. You're not allowed to just be like, "Hey, succubus with a stick." Like, <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I seem to recall you
1: doing exactly that at one point last season. Yeah, but I can do whatever I want. That's the difference. Ah, okay, interesting. I think uh, I, I live without rules or obligation. <laughs>
2: I think, he's, I think he's hurt because, like, you put someone in that, you know, yeah. like, we had to look
0: up. <laughs> had to look up. I
2: out. had to look. You know,
1: it's just because Eureka sucks, and I never went in there, and that's the only reason I don't know, all right? I've been in, I've been Listen, in Eureka once.
0: I, I'll say this. Uh, so one of the things I did in the offseason was I made it through all the way through Eureka. I actually very much enjoyed Eureka. It's super different, and it was... You know, unlike Bozja, there was still plenty of people in it doing it. I never had any trouble like getting stuff done. Um, there were parts of it that were a bit of a slog for sure, but I come from Final Fantasy Eleven, so I mean, <laughs> I, I'm certainly like it's uh, the the meme amateurs, amateurs. Uh, that's <laughs> uh, that's how I felt going through Eureka, and then you get to the final uh, part, the uh, the fight with Ozma. Uh, that these that was an experience to go through that because this is content. I'm, so when you unlock this final section where you, uh, where you have to go do like the final, the final dungeon run, it'd be like the, it's there. It's Eureka's equivalent of Castrum Lacus Lator or um, uh, whatever the, what was the third one? The, the Dalradia. Uh, it's their equivalent of that. Uh, Dalriada. That was it. Uh, where you have to like do stuff in the zone and that makes the instance pop. And then people can go in to do the instance, Except it's hard. And when you unlock it, they tell you, they give you two warning boxes that pop up saying, hey, this content is really hard. And then you have to click a little box that says, I understand that this content is really hard and I will not go on the forums and bitch that it's too hard. And then you hit OK and then it unlocks it for you and you can try it out. There is some wild ass mechanics in that in that thing. I would love if it actually
1: word for word said, "Click uh, here to confirm oh. that you are not a little
0: bitch." I mean, but it, <laughs> but it, but it almost does. Like, I mean, it doesn't say that obviously because they they get in so much trouble for that. Even though I'd love them, uh, but it it really does say, "Like, hey, this is ma- this is extremely difficult co- difficult content that is meant to be very very hard and unlikely to clear." Do you understand? Are you sure you understand? Unlock and it's it, amazing so the final boss is ozma from um, weeping city of mock it's it's ozma is back um I'm so sorry <laughs> yeah well here's the, here's the difference though in this version of ozma if you get knocked off the platform you don't die you don't get charmed you don't show up on the platform you're not you get kicked out of the instance just you. you get kicked out of the instance and so when they get the clear, if they manage to clear without you, you don't get credit for it. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. How many it's, times you
2: fall off the platform?
0: I got it my first try. Thank God I did not fall. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh,
2: okay. I was yeah. like drinking Cali. Did no, you backflip I,
0: off? <laughs> no, I did not. I, I I took it off my bar. I refused to even have it on my bar. I'm like, no, I'm not risking this. I'm not losing it here. Uh, but I got my Osmo mount. And uh, yeah, that was that was a trip. Anyway, that's a really long way of saying that's why I think Penthesilia should go on the uh, (laughs) on the thirst down. Uh, Also, I do need to say this about Eureka, and this actually makes Jiraku correct when he says that Eureka sucks. Uh, The Eureka weapon is actually flaming hot garbage. It's like, it's offensively bad, and I wish I didn't have it. I almost want to just throw it away.
1: It's It's almost like I'm right whenever I say anything.
0: All right, Serena. Ah! What do you got? Uh,
2: so I feel like mostly everyone should know who this is if I they've agree. done Endwalker content. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I chose Hesperos. So Ooh, Okay. So, so I so. wonder, has everyone done the eight man fight here?
1: Uh, yeah. I, I did. Uh, yeah Elric. I love Elric. Elric. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. big fan of uh, Fritz Leiber's works. Yeah, that's er, not the right one. That's yeah. the
0: Blunkmar guy, isn't it? Yeah, Edward Elric. He's a uh, he's a big b- everyone's a big fan. He's got a metal arm. And no, he lost no,
1: that no, no. Do you not do you not know Elric of fucking? I can never remember how to pronounce the French ass word. I love listening to Draco <laughs> try to change the subject.
2: <laughs> <laughs> ah, he's he's
1: the guy that the Witcher character is a rip off of, and oh. the fucking the people from mm-hmm. the the Game of Thrones, the Targerns, Targaryens, Tar- Targaryens? yeah, those that one, yeah, that one's. Yeah, no, if you see Western media, or Western-inspired media, that features a pale-ass character with white hair, optionally usually red eyes, and a cursed-ass sword that drinks blood or and or
0: eats souls, that's Elric, baby! Interesting. I Interesting. think they might have stolen it from Dracula, but that's fair, too.
2: <laughs> Cause I, I have no and- idea
1: why you would think that. Cause I look at him and
0: go, "What is
1: a man?"
2: Well, I look at him and I was like, "Hello, this man is a vampire."
1: So, I feel like, I feel like Serena looks at him and goes, "That is a man."
2: That listen, listen. So when we, because uh, he's in P four S as well, and it's a fight I'm on. Whenever you pull, whenever like the, I I should say the tank pulls. Sometimes it's me. Sometimes it's a summoner. You know, premature. That sounds like the thing. Serena
0: I remember from Raid. <laughs>
2: um he definitely laughs he's like and i'm like and i'm the only one apparently hearing it because of how i have my camera turned
0: yeah is it like is it like a soft like deep laugh then yes
2: yes Yes, it is
0: what does the laugh convey like what is the what's the emotion behind the laugh
2: um well he wants to kill this but i'm okay with it
0: so it's like a, a sinister laugh then
2: yeah it's it's yes yes
0: Okay, so like a <laughs> sort of almost thing. but it's
2: like it's like really short. It's like 3. It's just like ha 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 and I'm just like
0: <laughs> <basically>,
2: <laughs> yeah, There we go. <laughs> there it is. That's it and I'm just like hello sir.
0: <laughs> sir. <laughs> so, okay, are, are are you do you prefer Hespero's sans glasses or with glasses?
2: I'm fine with either, baby.
1: Glasses.
0: Come on now.
1: <laughs>
2: come on. I mean,
0: how is this a question? Glasses. I mean, I mean he looks pretty decent without with both of He looks
2: good with both of them.
1: Vampires in glasses. Gary Oldman taught the world that Draculars with glasses on are hot. I mean, uh, yeah.
0: I mean, Gary Oldman has many times over taught us about people who are hot. <laughs> <It's> true. <laughs> That's, that is a fact. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think uh, even though I think his fight is boring and lame, uh, have you
2: done has, P4S?
0: I have not done Savage, no. Is it fun? Yeah, okay.
2: And, um,
0: <laughs> okay, you didn't say yes there, I happen to notice.
2: I would like to say yes. It's fun. I have a lot of fun with it. I definitely... We had someone drop out, and we just had to start again. Oh, that sucks. With uh, with, uh, with some people in new roles.
0: Oh, no. So, we're, Ooh. like,
2: because our tank, and then our main tank became our monk oh no and our dancer became our healer
0: all right well that's but that's a journey
2: but i mean mostly everyone that i'm fighting with has all their classes to 90 almost okay so i'm sitting here like hi hi
0: how are (laughs) you hi i play black mage
2: i am a black mage I, i do have item level 600
0: yeah can i put my ley lines down now please (laughs)
2: <laughs> I'm putting my ley lines down it's not can I, I am <laughs> there's no question, if ands or buts mm-hmm, mm-hmm, they're going down but yes, I like him, he's vampire-esque and do I really have to say more like, listen
1: vampires I mean, are hot and no one vampires are hot
0: <laughs> so do you like Hesperos more than you like Eric? Hmm? You like oh, the, you mean Elric? The Eric? he won us Boston. oh uh, yes oh. okay sorry i call him eric uh no i call him eric too i yeah, just was, I, I, was I was quiet like there was a i was i was super game. confused by that i didn't want to say yes i, but I yes. just heard dead silence and i was like okay never mind you're not, <laughs> not a, no one's a fan of eric i guess i thought he was okay as a character he's,
2: i mean he's, he's he's okay as a character i definitely
0: his fight was easy that's for sure Yeah, his fight was super easy
2: going in blind for p1 sa-
0: savage or otherwise that fight was really easy. so easy too it was weird coming off E twelve S into P ones and being like, uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's like it, it's like when you play Dark Souls and then play any other game for a little bit, where you're just like, I'm, oh my god, I, like I'm playing, like I'm in the zone, I'm like my reflexes are insane, I'm so good right now, and then eventually it wears off, like your weighted training clothes wear off, and you're like, okay, never mind. As Back to real, sucking.
2: I'm just like, I'm literally like doing stuff, and I was like, oh, reactions, let's go, and I'm like, am I moving too fast, like? Or, like, what happened? Am I lagging? <laughs> has, the, yeah. has the mechanic not gone off yet?
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then you realize, oh, there's just actually no mechanic. Actually, it's just easy here. Never mind. Yeah, we're, okay. just, we're
2: just chilling. Uh,
0: all right. So, uh, Penthesilia, Hesperos, Draku. Who else are we adding on to the first down?
1: You know, I thought that what I would do is I would softball throw this one. You know, help, like... You didn't realize okay. I was going to come
0: out strong with Penthacilio.
1: I, I didn't realize that was going to happen. No. <laughs> uh, I have chosen for this episode an old favorite of mine. The classic, the magnificent, the wonderful Yojimbo. Now, <laughs>
2: well, actually, every, everyone knows this one.
1: With an asterisk, um, I absolutely despise that they did my boy dirty and made him secretly Gilgamesh. Uh, so I, I am just ignoring that it's Gilgamesh under there. It's well, not. It's Yojimbo. Yeah. It's, it's, cool, it's, it's Yojimbo. Fuck. There, there is no Gilgamesh. We're just ignoring that part of it. We're well, just listen.
0: going with... Just let me have my fantasy. At some point, he said modify the phase variants or some bullshit, and then he vanished into another timeline and, and Yojimbo... Uh, Gilgamesh here became Yojimbo because the actual Yojimbo went somewhere else. Mm-hmm. No, sorry, oh. sorry, I got that backwards. Gilgamesh left here and left Yojimbo behind. That's what happened.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. See, I did it at Fanfest and was so distraught that I didn't end up doing the
0: questline. Oh, I I don't know if that actually happens. That's your headcanon, though. That's what you yeah, that's what you, you can what? work with.
1: You know what? Yeah, that is that is that is how it works now. That yeah, is how had, it works now. He had to
0: go ha- uh, show up in Final Fantasy VIII to kill Cypher. It try to wait. I mean, oh he yeah, tries. right. Yeah, he he does well. He he takes Cipher down. He does. It's uh Odin who fails. I said here, and I, I I said that out loud. I, and I'm like, oh wait, who hates Final Fantasy VIII. I've heard of it. I put so much <laughs> of Final Fantasy
1: VIII out of my memory so successfully, and here you are
0: You're trying desperately to
1: break down the walls. I know. I'm with gonna... more news, more reminders of the worst.
0: Look, I lost this week. All right, let's just
1: fucking lose <laughs> least... no, that.
0: That will be when you truly lose when I get you to admit how great FF8 is. That will be the true loss. I will sooner die. <laughs> my favorite game. Fine. It's fine. Right. Sorry. I played FF9 uh for my birthday on a ch- on a big stream. Uh Yeah, that's was, that's right. That's a good birthday gift for yourself. I I enjoyed myself. Uh I had forgotten how much I like FF9. It's a lot of fun. Good time even though uh there are parts of that game where you're like Hey, this isn't Isn't very good. Like the part where you have to like, uh, play the minigame where you have to sneak along as the as the frog and not like not like the hedgehog pie in the cage. See you. That part sucks. There's a lot of parts of that game that are not super great, but whatever. Final Fantasy is a great game and I love it, but it's not as good as FF8. Glad we can all agree on that. Uh, I'm glad that we can agree that
1: FF9 is the best Final Fantasy and that Final Fantasy 8 is a mistake. That the only good thing it did in the world is steal resources from Xenogears so that the people that made Xenogears would go on to make Xenosaga and the sole good thing to ever come out of Xenosaga's existence in this world was that we got really good Cosmos porn.
0: Ow. Did you just say that the best thing to come out of Final Fantasy VIII is Cosmos porn? Correct. Have you seen Cosmos? She's hot. I. Um, She's got a minigun.
2: She- Oh, miniguns. I'm like oh, yeah, well, I mean now I'm I gotta just, look her up. I'm just here. I was like, I don't really <laughs> That's the real thirst down entry, a character that
1: does not and will never appear in Final Fantasy. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: what is the name?
1: Cosmos. Uh, Cosmos. It's okay oh, Yeah. Xenosaga. She's great. Oh. Uh it's the nice. only. That's the closest there is to a good thing that resulted from Final Fantasy
0: VIII, is what I'm saying. I mean, yeah, she even looks like she's probably turning 16 next month. What? <laughs> well, I'll say, I will say some of the artwork of her that I now see. Uh, yeah, that version of her certainly looks more in her 20s, but uh, some of the original work she looks really young. No, no, oh. no, I'm
1: talking no, what? No. Uh, okay, I did play Xenosaga
0: when I was like fucking 14 so i might be misremembering don't worry this picture i just found of her she looks like she's a 38 year old milf so i mean that's uh, correct there's there's definitely been a lot of artistic (laughs) representation of her that's
1: closer to how i remember it of like she's like the major from ghost
0: in the shell had a weird sister i i mean can't imagine a much weirder sister than the major but yeah that's that's fair uh all right so what penthesilia hesperos and oh yo Jimbo. Yo Jimbo as as i'm i'm into it uh, and you can i will don't. come out i will come out swinging
1: so hard next time you have no idea i, I know I, what have i brought upon myself
2: i can't wait to get someone that i know
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i uh is yo jimbo's first appearance ff10
1: was he ever in a game before that I'm reasonably sure his only appearances in the series have been ten, fourteen, and as an enemy in fifteen. Yeah, that I think that's sucks. About it. And as like weird cameo appearances as like a summon or whatever in like the Cydia.
0: Yeah, that's about it. All right, fair enough. All right, uh, Penthesilia, Hesperos, and Yojimbo all entering the Thirst Down, and yes, at the end of the season, we will induct three more into our Hall of Fame. And I will say this, just my personal guess. My Hall of Fame induction will be the person I put on next week. I have, a, I have a feeling. I mean, Pethicillia is also a good contender. Even on week one, I'm like, she's pretty great. But I think next week's will be the one where we. I will look back on it 12 episodes from now and be like, mm, yeah, she's the winner. Uh, All right. <laughs> Let's get into it. We have our first discussion of season two, episode 13. We missed some things no, that happened you. there were why did we there that's an were, understatement there was an incident that happened while we were in the off season and it was one that all three of us got very upset about because we sit there we sat there thinking like this is such a perfect topic for an episode of warriors of lust how i hate that we're in the off season right now mm-hmm. but we do need to talk about it, and obviously there's only certain bits of it. That we're not going to break it all down for you and what happened. You all it, it happened a month ago. You all know what happened.
2: Someone cosplayed as this.
0: Yeah. So, of course, we're talking about the billboard. Uh, and what, for us, what we're interested in is how it is a reflection of us as a community in the RP and ERP scene and what repercussions it may yet hold for us in the roleplay play and ERP scene. That is not all we're gonna be talking about today. We are also gonna talk about patch six point two, which is out very soon. It'll be out uh shortly after this episode comes out, actually. Just a couple days after this episode drops. Uh we'll be talking a little bit about what uh is happening in patch six point two, and we're also gonna talk about some of the stuff that you can expect to see uh on further episodes this season of The Warriors of Lust. But we gotta start with the billboard.
2: Jesus fucking Christ.
0: Um so yeah, uh, earlier this summer, a, uh, something of an explosion happened when uh, an image became uh, known on all across Twitter, all across social media, Instagram, everywhere, of someone who had taken out a billboard to advertise an upcoming party in, uh, for their free company in Final Fantasy XIV. There's a lot that went into this, uh, including the fact that there was definitely some modded stuff on the picture that they used, uh, which was also uh, a major issue with that. Um, and data mines. It, was and, data. it wasn't even just modded, yeah, it
2: was also data mines.
0: It was. And here's the thing. Uh, indeed, once this blew up like wildfire, a lot of people turned out at the party. Um, it It was... Basically crashing the ward for the better part of the night uh, as people stood out front, either firing their uh, Magitek mounts or just some people just partaking in the party. It was a wild scene. That was some weird mixture of social backlash and also support because this is kind of cool. And even if we hate it, we still kind of like it. Um What did you two, what was your takes on this? Like, Serena, what was your take when when you saw this?
2: Why? That was my take was, like, I understand posting about your event, discords, everything like that.
0: Right, of course.
2: But, like.
0: But a billboard. I mean.
2: A billboard?
0: Yeah. What does it say about this community now where, like, someone thought, like, If we put up a billboard, enough people will drive by that happen to play Final Fantasy 14 and happen to be weebs and happen to be role players that they will turn out for this. Or do you think it was done purely with the premise of this is going to blow up on social media?
2: I think there was, I think, I think both. Like, I think someone literally thought, let's do this. Maybe, like, people that don't do stuff will come to us, but, like, also we can do this. And of course, we're gonna get so much traction. Right. Because we're doing something out of the box that I don't think any other in-game FC club has done.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I think my take, I think it could have been done. Yes. If you really wanted a billboard. I think the biggest thing that really screwed screwed it was having the modded and the data mine stuff on there. Yeah
1: like i and, think and the logo the, and the, the logo. trademark yeah. <laughs> yeah copyrighted you
2: flickers. know you can get in some fucking trouble you can get in some fucking trouble
1: yeah. my, my my thing is so first off um i know there was all kinds of rumors and accusations and things allegedly going around about mm-hmm. what allegedly happened here uh, I have not done my due diligence and researched these specifics, so I'm going to preface what I'm about to say with everything I'm about to say is my opinion in the event that it is not true that they embezzled the money to do all of this from from a charity. Yeah. Uh, if, yeah that, I, I- if that did happen, everything I'm about to say is, I don't mean it, all right? Fair enough. Mm-hmm. I respect the balls that it takes to go, let's do something no one else has ever done or ever will do ever (laughs) again. damn the
0: legal consequences of it.
1: And do the stupidest thing ever. I respect the balls. I respect the balls of someone who will make a fan video game that they know full well they can't get away with making and then release it with no warning and then disappear. Those yeah. people, I can respect that. I don't recommend that. You shouldn't no. do that, especially legally. I don't recommend doing things that are illegal. Yeah. Um, but like, just the galaxy brain decision of it wasn't. In- <laughs>
2: let's, let's
1: let's. It's the data. Like, is it the data mining that's the worst? Like, maybe. Oh. Like, no, it's, it's already
0: the, it's the logo, but they put the-, the logo on is. Insane to yeah, me.
2: Yeah, yeah. you know that there was not just one, right?
0: No, there wasn't. Oh,
2: right? Yeah, there was not right. just one. There was a few within yeah. that area. Yeah. Where was this, like California? This,
1: this is the other thing that kills me. Like, if you were going to do that, why would you do? It was Texas. It was Texas.
0: Texas. Oh, was yeah. Yeah. Why would you Texas. do
1: a physical fucking ad in the world? It's you know? crazy. So I had the stupid thought. Around when we were in like episode three of I was like, you know, I I see ads for billboards around here like, hey, fucking please God put something on our billboard. I wonder how cheap it would be because there's like some out of the way fucking spots around here with cheap ass billboards. Yeah. I might be able to put up how funny would it be if we
2: Warriors had a four <laughs> <Warriors laughs> of
0: but Billboard.
1: But we, have our own so logo.
2: we have our own logo.
0: Yeah, here's the, we have a drawn logo and drawn representations of our characters that we have the rights to, and we have the name Warriors of Lust, and we wouldn't put the Final Fantasy 14 logo on it.
1: We no. sure
2: wouldn't. I just can't believe they actually did it at all. I think it's the weirdest crazy. thing is I have actually, I actually have been to that place before the whole fiasco happened,
0: Serena. You've been everywhere. Stop. We, we we heard in the pre-show today that you have worked on the chicken farm from Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> we Actual conversation today.
2: It's true. It's what's like that's like my party icebreaker. You ever watch Napoleon Dynamite? <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. So here's the thing. Ultimately, whatever you think about the billboard, whether you think it was it was crazy or and stupid or whether you think it was it was a brilliant marketing idea or whether you think they're scumbags or whether you think that they're just, you know, getting their name out there, whatever you happen to think about it, ultimately, we are not here to pass judgment on anybody. That is not our role in this place, but what we do want to discuss is some of the social repercussions that this might have had or could continue to have on the role play or erotic role play scene, because that is important to us and is part of the scope of this show.
2: I think it puts such a bad taste in people's mouth. Like, I think something like that could put such a bad taste in people's mouth Mm -hmm. because you... That's basically... You're representing a whole community there. Yeah. With one idea you decided to have with everything that we have discussed that was
0: not good on it yeah well you you gotta know there's gotta be a lot of people in the g posers community or the modding community who are going like hey if if this is what gets modding like cracked down on we're gonna be pissed
2: exactly uh
0: and that is a concern right like that is always a concern that like if we abuse to like square enix is how to put this um they are they take a very uh japanese game company approach to it which is to say uh we have rules explicitly saying it's not okay and we enforce them when we have to and that's very very much the, the mindset right versus like uh, what you'd expect a more american mindset of going after it with like a fine tooth comb and and cracking down or just not having the rule at all and saying if you do you're a a, a, a leftist or whatever um you
1: america
0: yeah that's that's about it um i think this is very much a case of like it's the same thing that we have with parsers right yeah they're they're not yeah. they don't go after every single person who parses but if you start being an asshole about it and you make it a problem for them they're going to reassess that and i think mm-hmm. that's what a lot of people in our space we're very worried about when we start when we saw this happen. This is something where SE Legal had to be called and had to do something about this. And it makes us all worry like this is going to be what gets finally gets cracked down on modding in this game. And that's going to be a really awful day for Final Fantasy 14. It really is. It's going to like something of value will be lost when that day happens.
1: Yeah, it's not going to be a good time. I my thing with it is how can I even a physical billboard in the it kills like me. an internet billboard and it's, and it's for an event like, yeah. like that the, the event it is for is past like if it oh was no. for the free company and the free company is still there like whatever right mm-hmm. but like it's something so ephemeral As I I just, I, the problem with it is that it ends up having these echoing repercussions If there are people that have never played Final Fantasy 14 Mm -hmm. that do not know what Final Fantasy 14 is, that their impression of the game will be this skewed, bizarre perception that people get of, do you, before cross data center travel, do you know that like we still in this community, we still had to deal with people fucking trying to show up and ruin events and shit just to oh, be yeah. dicks our oh, yeah. This is not helping.
0: No, no, no. And, and there has been that sort of backlash where events are getting ruined, effectively, by yeah. people who are now aware of it and are being dicks about it. Yeah. Events that had nothing to do with this. Events that
1: aren't even on the same fucking server as this.
0: Right. are getting shit for it. Mm-hmm. And now, to, to to get on the other side of it, what I will say is, I think for the vast majority of this community, they know how they feel about the roleplay or erotic roleplay scene. They know their opinion. I don't know that this would change that opinion. Um, I think anyone who's been in the game for any length of time would recognize, like, uh, someone done goofed. Someone had the balls and they done goof, but that is not necessarily a reflection of the entire scene. Uh, although I won't say not entirely a reflection of the entire scene because boy, do does our community sometimes really skirt the rules of what it is what it is to uh promote your events in game? Yeah, they do. Sometimes Yes,
2: they do. Yeah. Oh
0: my god. I mean that that party finder. Can is a is a very different experience on Ether than it is on Crystal. Let me let me let me say that much. Like when you go into Party Finder on Crystal, that's a hell of a time.
1: Uh-huh. Uh huh.
0: because you will find someone like marketing themselves to be your sex slave in there. Like that's you'll find that if you look. Uh, it's a, it's a, and it's probably me. But uh, that's uh, it's a weird place. You, you gotta. You gotta prepare yourself. Come on now. Yeah. You don't
1: advertise that openly. You don't
0: have to. That's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> no. When you I have clients compliment. out the door, you can be choosy about that. Exactly. Your That's true. That's very true. Um, but yeah, no, it, it it's one of those things where we as a community, uh we fight a lot of the time to be taken seriously and to not be a caricature to not just be what people expect when they when they think of lol let's head head to the quicksand and watch a bunny boy get railed over a table uh like which is a self-fulfilling situation it is but that was
2: also a big thing because you know like we had like like server overload right because of everything and when they opened up data center travel.
0: Yep. um i like i mean crystal for sure let's let, let, let me make this very clear uh crystal is the only good data center and that <laughs> was shown oh, very, oh shit. sorry the only good north american data center let me let me clarify and that was yeah, shown i was about to say overloaded we got and, and we saw that the proof of that when the data center travel came out and crystal the floodgates opened like it was crazy how many people showed up on crystal. Like, yeah, I get it. Y'all servers are boring, but you know, y'all have content droughts. We don't, <laughs> we don't. Yeah, exactly. We, we just
2: go into the quicksand and watch we'll see uh, content
0: <laughs> and, we, and watch <laughs> a bunny boy get railed over a table. Yeah, exactly. Like, and, and, and for those of you who are not into the R P E scene, we are of course being somewhat facetious, uh, it's, Every all those things have a kernel of truth to them. Uh, but I would say that the quicksand is not um it's not today like it was in 2014. Let me put it that way.
1: I would say that 2014 it was it, it's a U curve. There was a point in like it was it would have been twenty fourteen through like twenty seventeen. It was until halfway through Stormblood, I think, that Uh, the quicksand was like
0: fine. It was
1: what it was. Was it was an open? It was a place you could go. There would be people there looking to RP. Yeah. Uh, I went there a couple times and ended up going on like improvised adventure things. I knew people that did similar things.
0: It was a great place for Uh, casual role play. Just a bar scene. And the last time I
1: went there at all seriously, um, I walked past someone in character saying, no, I'm not going to fuck you in public. What is wrong with you? (laughs) Oh my god.
0: (laughs) Uh, So, make sure you tune in later this season when we talk about voyeurism and exhibitionism on our Kink of the Week. Uh, Hell yeah! Because we will be, Mm -hmm. and uh, that's going to be part of the conversation. Look forward to Kink of the Week, baby. Yep. Uh, We will be doing our very first Kink of the Week uh, in just a little bit. Uh, But yeah, so... I mean, as far as the billboard goes, I mean, at this point, it's it's basically blown over, so we don't really need to, to hammer on it too hard. Just to say, like, it really is one of those things that could have been a really dark day for our scene, uh, or for the modding scene in general, or the roleplay scene. It seems like we've avoided most of the worst-case scenario. SE seems to have taken kind of the stance that this is a one-off isolated issue as well. Uh, and so can we it not push should that? remain. Please, please
2: don't do it again. Like yeah. I beg of you, I beg. It, I it was really funny the first knees. time.
1: Please, please don't do it again. Yeah. Don't don't try to one up it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Exactly.
1: Don't don't do it.
0: All right. Let's. Uh, oh, that's right. So uh, we are as as of time of recording, like six days away from patch six point two dropping i'm very excited for this patch i cannot remember the last time we had a patch that i had this much content in it uh this much like like three different systems being added into the game in a patch like this is a really humongous patch uh and i'm I'm really excited about it um a couple things that we we definitely want to highlight for those who have not played through patch 6.1 yet Please be aware that there might be some spoilery discussion from stuff that happens in po- in patch 6.1 in the MSQ. Um, and for those of you who haven't done Pandemonium yet, please be aware that there might be some spoilery discussion from Pandemonium in here. What?
1: What? But uh, anyway, I'm totally. I'm not behind. You know, so, I I didn't do uh Eureka, that's what you're talking about,
0: right? Right, yeah, I, that's the, what I was talking about.
1: Eureka Eureka part 4, Eureka Pandemonium. <laughs>
0: yeah, Eureka <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Eureka Hidatos <laughs> and then Eureka Pandemonium. Um uh, all right. So Serena, I got to get your take on this. I can't talk to anyone else at the start of this because this is the Sexy Grandpa expansion. <laughs> And not just because of La Habrea, but theoretically also Godbert should be making an appearance uh, in this patch. So uh, as as our resident sexy grandpa appreciator. Uh,
1: I, I I question if
0: Godbert can qualify
1: as sexy grandpa, actually. Uh, uh,
0: Hildebrand in, in has, has Gigi.
1: Because oh, yeah. Hil- Hildebrand's not a daddy at all. So had, that would imply.
0: No, he has Gigi. Shit, you're right. The entire yeah. Word* story was about him becoming a dad.
1: Yeah. Right. Fuck.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I guess uh, he is. There's a whole thing about Hildebrand's mom being pissed off because she's now she's a grandma.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what? You're right.
0: Listen, I, I was wow, testing Twice in you. one episode. Twice in was, one episode. How did I that feel? I testing you. that's, that's all. testing you. That's, that's,
1: that's all it was.
2: It's okay. To you.
1: I got you. We're back. I'm
2: yep. being nice. We're back. I mean, that's all you're getting for the rest of the season. I know. <laughs> to your I have, rights. I have, that's I have, it. Uh, I can't wait I for ex- mine.
0: <laughs> I have expended it <laughs> in one episode. Uh, but yeah, Serena, uh, as our resident sexy grandpa appreciator, uh, what, are you, what are you thinking about Patch
2: 6.2? First, I do feel called out, but thank you. <laughs>
0: um. <laughs> I, I feel very called out, but that is also very accurate. So it was very
2: accurate, but thank you. Uh. Um, I'm excited. The art for La Habrea. Oh, it looks so like I'm like, mm, it looks really good. I'm I'm you, really I, did, excited. I can't wait to see him in game.
0: Yeah, I did not know what I expected Laha Bray to look look like. But given the only time we've heard his voice, not that. I that know, is right? not yeah. what I anticipated him looking like.
2: <laughs> I'm yeah. really excited to see it because I really have liked this set of eight man raids. Yes. But that's I don't know. I I just am like I'm like I don't know. I'm like really anticipating it. I can't play the patch really until like Thursday,
0: but mm-hmm. like I'm excited. Uh, pretty geeked about. So we're we're excited about I, sexy granddad La i
2: st- okay. I'm geeked about grand. Hold up, my words are rough right now. Apparently, yeah. I'm geeked about sexy grandpa Grandpa La Habra.
0: Yeah, gra- um, Grampy lava bread.
2: God, lava <laughs> bread. Um, Godbert. I. I mean, I'm. I'm indifferent about him.
0: Okay, I'm, okay. I'm not
2: gonna lie. Yeah, 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 I'm really indifferent about Gobert. Okay, as long as he doesn't like just run at the screen again, I'll be
0: fine. All but right. I First of all, we both know he's going to do that.
2: I, I was like, but I know it's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. I get like jump scared. When
1: there has is- to be another suplex.
2: Yeah,
0: oh, yeah. there will Absolutely. be. There yeah. will be. Yeah. Did you uh, uh, both enjoy the new Hildebrand quests? Oh, are those already out? The, the first two are. Yeah, they came in six point one.
2: Oh,
0: oh. Go into here. Yes, they're in. They're in. Uh...
2: <gasps> oh, yes. I'm sorry. I. I've...
0: You did them. Okay. So yeah. No, I did not. But okay. I'll do well, them. Great. All right. Please, please do them before six point two, so that we can talk about them. Because uh, yes, we not only get to go to the first and uh, see how uh, how Hildebrand survived his time on the first. Uh, what he has been up to it's way dumber than anything you're possibly thinking uh, and uh, we also see how well 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 there's um there's a cameo appearance from uh, uh something that has not made an appearance since ff8 in uh, in this uh patch so Drocker's gonna love it because uh, Drocker's a huge fan of ff8 ah uh, it's a lot I but, i'm trying uh... to
1: think of some way to fully adequately just express to you the rage that I feel for you <laughs> every time yeah. you make such slanderous accusations of me.
0: Mm-hmm. And the
1: only game I can think of that I would be more mad about you accusing me of being a fan of than FF8 is Stranger of Paradise. <laughs> ah, chaos! If the game had been that, it would have been great, but it's not.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Good stuff. It makes me happy. I'll probably
2: speed run uh, the ones this weekend. Yeah, I mean,
0: the whole Hildebrand thing takes like an hour to do this time around. It's not super long. But it will set up for, uh, I guess, I don't know how they're going to transition this into it being the the freaking relic weapon. It doesn't set up for that by any stretch of the imagination. But uh, we'll see uh, where that goes. I will say it's the funniest Hildebrand has been since uh, 2.0. I will say that, since or the 2.x series, I guess it would have been. Uh, so that's, that's a high bar. It is a high bar, because I'm saying this. The Heavensward quests were not great. I did not like Hildebrand and Heavensward. Uh, and the Stormblood ones were, they were funny, except for the beginning part where they were really offensive if you were trans. Uh, and outside of that, like, Hildebrand's been fine. The, these ones, both quests that you have for Hildebrand this time around, were, I thought, very funny, so... Uh, looking forward to seeing more of that in uh, 6.25 as we get our relic stuff. Uh, also, we're getting our own private island, the, the island oh, sanctuary.
2: My God, can I tell you how excited my friends and I are for this? Because I cannot wait to run around with Mr. Gubu's son and just do whatever I want on this island. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And
2: for those of you who do not know, Mr. Gubu's son is my goo-boo.
0: <laughs> and your son.
2: <laughs> and he's my son, Mr. Gubu's son. I forgot that that's what you to. I am not original the names. <laughs> uh
0: but yeah, uh my thing for this is listen, we're getting we're getting our own private island, which says to me, I demand scantly clad women in volleyball. Uh I was promised this in, in Dead or Alive, and now I want it in Final Fantasy 14.
1: So there's also gotta be roulette.
0: Yep, there uh, there yeah, there has to be roulette and blackjack. Uh, and, the, hookers. and some weird game <laughs> where you both st- balance on floating platforms and knock each other off with your butt yeah uh, you have to have to that. yeah
2: win.
1: And, and the mud wrestling i'm oh. pretty sure that one of those games had mud
0: wrestling i think the third one that never released in america had mud wrestling if i recall that, that would make sense and yeah. they, they also
1: <laughs> have to have the really the 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 one where you poke at the girls with the stick with the fist on the end
0: Oh, I don't remember that. That was not an I only played the first one, so I don't know. Yeah, that's why. That's why. Yeah, uh, okay, fair that's enough. You that's don't know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you uh, you've
1: you've stepped outside of the realm of what you know into the realm of what I know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I have uh uh my uh, perverse nature only goes so far as it turns out. And we have now found the line. We finally found your line. Yes. It is uh well, deeper than anyone's proud of. Anyway, uh yeah, our uh so we got our own private island. Uh obviously we get to let our minions run around. Uh they say mounts maybe at some point will be added in as a as a possibility on there as well. Uh pretty excited about that. Outside of that, got Criterion Dungeons, which will be interesting. New Beast tribe, Omicron's not super surprising, I don't think.
1: Uh I was actually deeply surprised by that. Really? Yeah. Cause my my impression had been I hadn't finished the side quest line in that area, but like my impression had been that like all of them over there in Ultima Thule, that none of that is actually there. It's all a projection of right. what once was. Right. So why would anything lasting like a beast tribe quest be done with anything in this ephemeral nothingness?
0: Maybe us as uh the bearer of Asm's shard makes things real? I don't know. Uh,
1: your guess is as good as mine. I mean,
0: yeah, I I will say this, when we got up to the part um and I I guess spoilers for 6.0. I don't know why you're listening to this already if you ha- haven't played the 6.0, but uh when we get up to the part where eventually you sacrifice Alpha no and, and Alize to keep moving forward, uh mm-hmm. that empty restaurant/bar slash area, I was I literally like remember getting to that part and being like this seems like where a beast tribe would happen. I feel like this is what we're going to fix in a beast tribe quest at some point. Uh yeah no my
1: my thought was that it would for sure be uh, Loparitz and the uh fucking uh, the elephants and Thavnir.
0: Well, we, so we did get the elephant elephants and Thavnir, the uh the Matanga, um, the Loperrits. It, I mean, they're doing both the, the treasure dungeon, and it also seems like they're going to be involved with the relic weapon. So it seems like they're going to handle that. Um, I think our third. I, I would rather not have a small rabbit handle my weapon. Oh well, I mean buckle up because you don't
2: get a choice anyways
0: uh i don't know what the third beast tribe quest will be but mm, we shall find out uh and uh there was one more thing oh duh msq
1: i'm so excited
0: like can i just say how quickly how good a job they did of transitioning me in the span of one patch from being like all right just back to being a regular old adventurer don't need to worry about saving the world anymore. Just going to go hunt some treasure because that sounds like fun. She immediately being like super bought in and being like, wait, what? We're going to the void? Uh, yes, please. I'm ready. Let's do this. So excited.
2: I'm so fucking excited to go. <laughs> like, I don't know shit about any of the other Final Fantasies, really. I'm just really excited.
0: Yeah, this is going to be a trip for you, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, a lot of FF4 showing up in this so far.
2: Listen, I'm getting ready to play ff Oh shit! Which one do I have? Hold up! I gotta open up Steam. I have I have a Final Fantasy game that I can play. Oh, uh, that I want to play. Uh, if you uh, say was, eight? I'm
1: canceling you.
2: No, I played. <laughs> I played. I played, played FF seven. Part of it. Oh, I have FF ten and ten two, and oh. I can play.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, ten is a pretty well beloved Final Fantasy entry, I would say, and ten two is interesting. Uh... It's I have a, a very, very high opinion of 10-2. I, I know a lot of people who do. Like, uh, That was a game that was almost universally blasted when it came out, and time has been very kind to it. Uh, mm-hmm. As time has gone by, more and more people have an appreciation for 10-2.
1: It's because at the time people called it a cheap asset flip cash-in, and then later they got to see what those actually look like.
0: And then they found out it's an expensive asset flip cash-in.
1: <laughs> they found out with stuff like Metal Gear Survive and other games that are yeah. F- FF 10 the thing that makes it different from what people accused it of being is that FF 10 is a game that is made by people who fucking love FF 10 a lot and the characters within it. And right. rather than do a cheap rehash of FF 10, they decided to go, what would happen next? They yeah. looked at the state of the world at the end of FF 10 and they said, what would happen next? And they decided to focus on something really interesting and cool with you and his character, and it's really good. And there's some things that you roll your eyes at and you just don't we don't talk about the dumb massage mini game that's (laughs) that that literally you get a better reward if you fail it. Uh huh. Um we don't we don't talk about that one. No. But but like eighty percent of the game is amazing.
0: And I think you're right. It does ask an interesting question that doesn't like that we all as fans think about as like mm-hmm. when we beat a Final Fantasy game and we think like, what would happen next? Like, what does this world look like now after like whatever the great the great world shifting events at the end of the game are? Uh, and th- it is interesting that they are like you know for so much how much you upend the entire world of Spira in FF10. Like, yeah, it, it is a good question what that world looks like afterwards. What happens after that? So that's yeah. fair.
1: Yeah, and I think that they did a really good job of exploring that in a way that shows that they have a lot of love for the original game. Mm-hmm. And FF10 too is awesome, and I, for one, Serena, applaud you and congratulate you, and I wish you a very good time with FF10. Okay,
2: and I'll tell you how it goes.
0: Please keep me updated. I'd be happy to know. You'll please,
2: get bi-weekly updates.
0: Are you, are you going to be playing it on stream?
2: Mm-hmm. I probably will. I probably okay. will stream it. I
0: need, I need you to do something for me. Huh. When you get to Mount Gagazette, I need you to let me know when you're streaming that part because I want to be there to watch Mount Gagazette.
2: Gagazette?
0: Gagazette, yep.
2: Gagazette.
0: When okay. you get to that part, I need you to message me so I can watch you play through that part.
2: I'm scared.
0: You should be. I'm
1: absolutely... Accidentally- could you include me in that mailing list? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I, 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 need, I, need, I need to see that, how that goes down for you. Because if it's anything like my first experience with Mountain Gag is that uh, I was furious by the end of it.
2: Listen, I'm just going to let you all know. We should all know this as of now. Serena is bad at video games.
0: Then, then doubly so. Please let me know when you get to Mountain Gag. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I am absolutely atrocious at video games.
1: Well, fortunately... Uh FF10 is a really easy video game and there's no challenging boss fights anywhere in the entirety of that You're game. You're
2: lying. You're <laughs> lying. You just opened your mouth and lied to me.
1: The closest thing there is to a difficult boss fight can be beaten by throwing Phoenix down in its face.
0: I mean, that is one way to take care of one of those boss fights. Yeah, that's true. It's mm-hmm. it's the funniest and best way ever. Mhm. Uh, and it's the
1: way I do it every time.
0: Yes. So, as we were saying 6.2 MSQ going to be good times yeah. we get to go to the void <laughs> you know 7,
1: what 4. 6.2 and the island should have
2: blitzball oh uh, my god
0: that old chestnut they've been saying that since what uh what Forever. 2.x Forever. yeah that that's been around for a minute that old that old chestnut uh yeah yeah feel... hey at this point why the hell not
1: I feel very confident that we will get Blitzball about a year after they figure out how they could possibly put Blitzball in this game, have it be fun, and have it be Blitzball.
0: Uh, Well, that would be the problem, is having it be fun and be Blitzball, but yeah, that's fair.
1: Eh, you know, Blitzball is only the best sports video game that has ever existed in any format, ever. Right. It's yeah. also only better than FF8 in its entirety.
0: All right, you know uh, what? And it I'm, stomps no. the shit out of triple triad, let me tell you. Alright, you know what? That's the uh, thank you for joining us for season two. We'll see you all in season three <laughs> when I'll have a new host.
2: I will be here though.
0: You will be here, Serena. That's very, very good that you recognize that. I'm glad. Uh, all right. <laughs>
1: <Moving on. laughs> we're
0: adding a fourth host. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, yeah, that's what we're doing. Adding a fourth it's host having... and kicking Draco <laughs> out of the Discord.
1: <laughs> uh, all right. Kicked out of the, the polycord for not liking FFA.
0: I've kicked people out for less. Anyway, uh, that's patch 6.2. We're looking forward to it coming out here uh, next week. It's going to be a good time. We will uh, we will probably spoiler embargo the MSQ off next episode and then talk about it the following. So you'll definitely have at least a few more weeks to get through some of the MSQ before we talk about it. But we will talk about some of the other things that come down in 6.2. Uh, We also want to talk a little bit about some of the new stuff that you're going to see on this season of the Warriors of Lust podcast. The first being that, as I mentioned earlier, we are going to revisit some of our topics from season one. One of the things that when we were planning season one, while we hoped that there would be a season two... We didn't know that there would be a season two. Uh, we didn't know that there would be any demand for it. We didn't know that there would be uh, anyone who really cared uh, when we first made the show. We just thought, well, this is something we'd like to do a show about, so let's see if it's, if it's popular. Let's see if anyone likes it. Uh, we were informed, I would say pretty overwhelmingly, that there was a demand for season two. And so uh, it is here. But uh, we are going to take some time to this season, I think on four episodes, either three or four episodes, I can't remember what it is, uh, to go back and revisit some of the topics on season one that we covered that, um, well, didn't get maybe the attention that they deserved, the attention, the time that could have been put into them. We had to cover them on a very basic level, on a very high level, and not really get into the nitty gritty of any of them. Uh, And they really deserve a, a better, you know, discussion than we gave them so we're gonna definitely revisit some things Draku serena you feel good about that
2: i'm excited yeah i think I'm, it's gonna I'm,
0: go ahead Draku. i'm very
1: excited for it honestly uh i i i think we have a very great idea here with this podcast and i think that we maybe were a little bit uh when we weren't sure that we'd have the time to do everything i think we kind of reached out a bit much to try to grasp but absolutely everything we could as quickly as possible. And I think it'll be good to go back and like really explore a lot of the things that we kind of went, all right, we have to cover this, we have to cover this. Mm
0: -hmm. So to that end, if there was a topic last season that you thought that we probably could have done a little better justice, could have gone in a little deeper on, please let us know. And we will make sure that we try to either cover it a, uh, a little more in depth this season or in season three. Uh, Yeah, Uh, another big thing we're going to be changing this season is uh, y'all throughout the first season got used to hearing me as the lead host on this show. Uh, And obviously I am for today's episode. However, I will not always be this season. Uh, This season we are going to look to rotate our lead host and give all three of our amazing voices here a chance to uh, sit in the host chair and take us through these discussions, and we'll all try to pick episodes that are important to us and have some special meaning to us so that we can be the lead host on them. I understand, Jiraku, you will be the lead host next week, right?
1: Yes. I will be the lead on our next episode. And don't worry, I am a fair and benevolent tyrannical leader. What have Uh, I
2: done? I love tyrannical leaders.
1: Oh, dear God, what have I done? You have given me an incredible thing the worst thing you could have given me power power
0: yeah <laughs> i had a feeling it was power
1: you will see me go mad with power
2: immediately <laughs> and then after jiraku it's me
0: it is you up next and, and uh, i'm uh, looking forward to that i am too uh listen i'm thrilled y'all have to hear less of my shit voice so i uh, that'll be a Don't it'll be a win-win lie. for everybody <laughs> uh in addition we have some new wait, segments that what? wait hold on hold on do you
1: do you like have a different voice that you use? Uh I mean sometimes. Okay, cuz what what's what's this shit voice you're talking
0: about? I never oh, hear that, it. Yeah. that. That's very kind of you. That is that is very nice of you, even if it is a bald faced lie. Uh that's very kind of you to say.
1: I, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh I would not still be on this show if I didn't think you had a nice voice. Aww. If I thought you were grating to listen to, I would have tapped out.
0: Oh, that you know what? That's fair. I will grant you that. It is not grating to listen to. Uh, Pleasant, even. Oh, my. I'm getting, Oh, I'm all a flutter. Uh, next, uh, uh, we'll also be in, uh, inviting in some new segments uh, for this season, uh, and we want to mention a couple. One of them we're about to do in just a moment here. We're going to talk about our kink of the week. We will do that as a weekly segment. It may not always get a full 20-30 minutes, <laughs> but it will be one that we do each week where we will t- uh, select a different kink, talk about what it is, what forms it takes uh what pleasure do people typically derive from it what is, is it, what is it that usually people find pleasurable about it how to practice it safely how to practice it consensually and of course because we're on a Final Fantasy 14 show who in Final Fantasy 14 indulges in that kink so if there are kinks that you all want to see uh appear on the kink of the week this uh season make sure you let us know in the warriors of lust chat on our uh Discord server the layer of the Escasuals. um and uh, we're also going to be doing a how-to writing segment, uh, where Jiraku and myself, along with schoolgirl schoolgirl Serena, Hi. are going to uh, give you all some tips and tricks on how to uh, on how to how to writing. We will uh, take you through things like how to make your characters feel different and vibrant and unique from one another. We will talk to you about how to set up a scene, the difference between writing for long-form content and short-form content. We have a, a couple different things we want to do on, on how to writing, as we do have two writers on this show, so uh, And then Serena. <laughs> and then and then we have Serena who's an incredible role player in and of her own right, but we'll be taking the role of our of our student for this uh for this season. And I I, I do recognize the inherent danger of putting Serena into an instructor schoolgirl uh, uh, pairing of any kind. Uh, so we will do our best to keep it as professional as possible <laughs> uh by the professional way professional is a good word for it on that note i, I promise in the pre-season it means that... it means she's paying us for it correct uh i promised in the pre-show that i, I would talk about this and I, and I need to bring it up now uh, sarah and i recently uh started doing a workout class we started uh actually like going somewhere and attending a class to like exercise and stuff because we realized if it was just up to us to do it we're just not gonna do it you know like there's just no way we're lazy and we're not going to do it. So we started attending an exercise class and here, here's the here's the issue that we've um <clears throat> uh encountered. Our uh workout instructor is a uh very lovely, very fit, very tattooed, muscular uh punk not haircut there. lady uh and um Sometimes she'll uh, she will heap praise upon us when we do good, and um, both Sarah and I are having a hard time with that because we both have a praise kink, and uh, she is very pretty. Uh, there was a and, and, and normally that wouldn't be such an issue like we could handle that, except this this workout class uses a heart rate monitor, uh, <laughs> and the heart rate is displayed on the screen for everyone to see. And every time she talks to us, our heart rate jumps by like ten or twenty beats per minute. <laughs> the <laughs> fact that it's on display yeah makes that's, it so much better that's what we're dealing with right now I, that like, is a that is a hentai plot i i'm telling you like we just this week i was we were on the, i was on the rowing machine and i was exhausted by the end of it i'd already been on the treadmill i'd already been on the weight floor and i was on the rowing machine which is where i was finishing up for the week i was so tired and i, I was absolutely drained and, sh- and so i'm like I'm kind of out of it as I'm just finishing up. And she comes over and she's like, okay, Callie, uh, really good job today. I I noticed that you're still using the, the lightweights. I'd like uh, next week. I think we're going to try and graduate up to a uh, higher weight, okay? And I am telling you, I was this close. I was, I was Ilms away from replying, yes, mommy.
1: Oh, my God. And
0: at the last second I corrected to yes, ma'am. And then she said at a girl and I almost oh. blacked out.
1: <laughs>
0: like, I almost blacked out right there. I was like, oh my God. She knew. She, oh, oh, I want you to she know. Knows. She has us pegged. She know oh, I shouldn't say it like that.
2: Um <laughs> you wish. <I'm> so
0: sorry. <laughs> <laughs> This is uh, definitely a hentai plot. No, she she definitely knows like absolute because we always stay after a little bit to try and check our our numbers to see how many calories we burn and all that. Every time she comes over and drops like a little extra praise on us whenever we do, and it's like, oh, you, you know, she knows, she knows, we're gay as hell, and she's aware. She knows. Mm-hmm. She here's, knows. Here's my problem: I have my first class tomorrow with our other instructor, who is very similar to the our Monday instructor. However, she's all of that plus she's fucking jacked, and, um. I might I have a type and it's literally anyone who can break me over their head. And um oh my God. I don't know that I'm gonna make it through tomorrow. I don't like I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I'm I'm not doing good. I'm I'm I like I gotta like I gotta take a cold shower before I go. So like,
1: when you're zombie mode for our yeah, next episode. Correct. Uh, I'm going to frequently encourage you to drink water to try to get the hydration in there uh-huh. and lessen the thirst
0: just a little bit. Ah, just boy. A little I, bit. Uh, uh, no, I have um, I have seldom in my life uh, thirsted uh, a, 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 literally alongside my wife for someone <laughs> this uh, this much. It has been uh, interesting. And don't get me wrong. We're incredibly professional. We're, we would, of course, never do anything like try and make anyone uncomfortable. But... It is a couple moments of like, like she heaps praise and like, either me or Sarah just almost passes out. Like, okay, we're good, we're fine, it's all right. Anyway, there was that, and I needed to bring it up on the on the episode because I didn't have anywhere else to talk about that.
1: So. I, when you set up that we would talk about something relating to a praise kink,
0: yeah,
2: is I, that what I was expecting? I
1: I, I don't. I, mm, yeah, this wasn't where I thought that was going to go. Uh-huh. I, know. I almost want to say that I'm proud of you for this level of professionalism.
0: Uh Yeah. I, like If that I, makes I, any sense. I'm not, because I'm not, I'm not there of my tongue not, hanging on the floor.
1: I, I thought that it was going to be, like, something that I could make fun of you for. But
0: I would probably have been right there with be the you. the same
2: way. I that- honestly you talk about how they I'm like I'm the same way I would be the same way
0: (laughs) that's what I mean though like she's got like the straight up punk lesbian haircut and she's got she's freaking inked all over and I'm just you're just like oh my god Uh, okay I don't know what I'm gonna do with that like if she at some point mentions that like she's into girls I'm gonna lose my mind like I don't know what I'll do uh outside of like pass out then and there uh also i had to bring this up and i'm sorry to derail us even further i'm glad we have an extra 30 minutes on these episodes now uh god we still have to get into our bdsm talk um have you all heard of the baldo did you got did you hear about this
2: what yeah. did you just call me
0: no no yeah that okay so you're starting off exactly where i start the baldo it is a uh how to put this it um hmm uh, it is a dildo that you put your balls in to have sex with someone. I need a picture. <laughs> I'm glad that <laughs> I'm glad you're in the same spot as I am. Like uh, a purse? It, um, it's so okay. You, you put them in. You put them in like a purse, like here's a carrying. What, no, here's what it looks like. Uh, it looks like a imagine a butt plug. Okay. Uh, and then you uh bring the bottom of it up over your balls. Mm-hmm. And then put two spacer rings on to tighten them. And the sides of the plug are open so that the, the flesh of your Google testicles... right now. Yeah, go for it. B-A-L-L-D-O. Uh and uh yeah, then the other girl rides you is, is how it works. It's uh a lot uh in the nsfw chat of the discord and the layers of the casual we had a long discussion about it last night but it uh, was
2: okay i was like what was all these messages i was looking at them i was like what
0: the fuck <laughs> that's what we were talking about that's what we were discussing about uh because th- there's a lot happening there uh and i it got brought up and it was just one of those moments where, like did someone ask for this is this a thing i'm watching the video for it yeah, is it? Oh, it, that video is a fucking. Sex wild will never trip. be the same again. What?
2: That's what. It, that's what it
0: says. So sex will never. Yeah. Be the same. sex will never be the same again. Also, neither will that's... your. Neither will your YouTube algorithm. That's... Congratulations.
2: No, nah, I looked it up straight up. I'm on the
1: website. I just, I just want to say the phrase "sex will never be the same again" sounds like a threat.
2: I know, right? That doesn't sound like a
0: good thing. Like, I, I have you had sex? Like, it's pretty good i feel like people have been kind of a a fan for a a bit like that just feels like dangerous advertising i know it's it's such a weird thing if if you're out there listening and you want to ruin your search history and you want to ruin your algorithm i recommend you look it up i sat there dumbfounded for the better part of an hour last night trying to understand this thing and also going like ow because I feel like that's your one missed okay. like, one missed okay, step, and you're God. crushing the jewels.
2: Hold on, hold on. I... Step one: trim your ball hair and yes, lube. Yes,
0: you do have to shave, and you have to lube up. A that's fourth true.
2: inch will do. Step two: stretch your ball dough over your balls. Yep. Step three: yep. stretch the spacer rings. Yep. Insert into partner.
0: Uh huh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. That's it.
2: So I'm
0: very
1: glad that you eventually did confirm that you didn't get that cuz i was going to have to reevaluate because a- i i didn't think you were that good at math <laughs> what i don't know this this thing looks like you have to have a physics degree oh. to do the math on how yeah. to make this
0: at all work right like, like it doesn't seem possible for that yes I- and that's the thing is like First of all, like, there's no way she's getting off with this thing. Like, this is a, a sex toy just for the guy, like a hundred percent. Uh, and I guess like if if the selling point is like it's less stress than giving a blowjob, great. But like, I don't know. This thing to me screams pillow princess.
2: I I would like to let you know I'm definitely on this website. Yeah, and there definitely is a pixelated like version of like a guy holding his penis to the side and like holding his balls in the ball dough or their balls in the ball dough and underneath (laughs) of it it says never lose your ball erection spacer rings are pulled over the ball dough to turn your balls into your second cock that never goes soft what that's what it fucking says (laughs) oh
1: my god it's for the
2: people that think that it's for the oh no <laughs> oh no <laughs> uh, oh, history no. of the there's history there's a cali what did you use to begin i,
0: I, I <laughs> i'm telling you right now I, I, this is the this is the hole that i went down there on Pornhub, there is one video of this thing being used
2: baldo testimonial video yep
0: yeah, that was it
2: there's a baldo testimonial <laughs> video
0: there is this, clicking on it. This, it was such a wild ride last night talking about this. I'm like, I have to bring this up on the show. my God. Yeah, right. First of all, it looks so painful. But I'll say that I'll say this for the guy. Like my man's, he came in like three minutes. Like it, it got the job done. Now, I mean, admittedly, like a lot of guys can go way faster than that. But like, like it clearly got the job done.
2: It's much larger. Than I thought.
0: Yeah. It, it, because I,
2: I definitely saw it in, like, some person holding it in their hands. Yeah,
0: it looks real. It, it looks like a butt plug, right? It,
2: I don't know what to think about <laughs> it. I, I really, yeah.
0: I really, it's, it's wild, is what it is. And like, I I, my this favorite thing is, is, is for that, the people that
1: saw Breath of the Wild, saw okay. Prince Sidon. Uh Saw someone make the comment that sharks have two dicks and started off on an art trend that grossly misunderstood what that sentence meant.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And Mm -hmm. then now, now we live in a world where these people that made this are like, finally, the Sidon cosplayers can have what they need to fulfill their Link X Sidon stuff in live video. That's that's. I found it. I found the target demographic. I'm that,
2: just. <sighs> I, I like this I'm, want, I need to step away from my
0: computer. S- Serena, as, <laughs> Serena, as our resident vagina bearer, um, do you? Bearer would you? Yeah. Would you allow soul. a? Would you allow a guy to put his balls inside that, and then put his balls inside your vagina?
2: I I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not a really question you expected to be asked today, huh?
2: This is not a question I was expecting. I'm really I'm not fucking sure how I feel about it.
0: Can you ask at some point can you ask Mr. Hema his opinion and if he wants if he would like want to try that? I'm just curious. Oh my curious.
2: god. Oh my god, when he gets home from Dungeons and Dragons, I will. I okay, Ryan, so, I don't so, know why I said it all the way out. D&D when he gets home from it. I will ask him. So <laughs> and ne- I will update
0: you. <laughs> So next episode you have to give us an update on on where Mr. Hema stands on 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 the Baldo, okay? <laughs> yes. All right. King so you King. you can look forward to that on next episode when we'll talk a little bit about more about this this travesty. <laughs> it's wild, I know. We have to get into this though. It is time for the Warriors of Lust Kink of the Week and for our first week we will not be talking about the Baldo. Uh that'll probably that sounds like a week uh week 12 Surprise. discussion. Yeah, surprise. Uh, Every week this season, we will be discussing a different kink. Uh, We are all ourselves kinksters. Uh, The kink community is one that is often grossly misunderstood, even though everyone has kinks. They don't maybe recognize them or call them such, but everyone has kinks. Everyone has their particular preferences and tastes in bed that don't conform with what is considered Normal, it's to the point where I will remind people that vanilla is considered a kink because that's your thing, is just vanilla. Um,
1: yeah, I w- like vanilla ice cream, mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I like mm-hmm. vanilla
0: frosties. I'm sorry, <laughs> is that what I'm you not, call those? I mean, I'm, not gonna, I'm gonna leave that one alone. I'm gonna tell you what. <laughs> um, I, I, I already got her with the ball, though. I don't need to come back on that one. You uh, can,
2: it's fine. I'm still thinking about it, I still haven't pulled up. Okay, let's go.
0: It's wild, I know. But uh, so every week this season, we are going to talk about a different kink, and we will be taking your suggestions for ones that you might want to hear about and which ones are interesting to you. Uh, and we will take it. We are going to take it from a very, for, for us especially, mature standpoint of recognizing that even if it's not something that we're into, it's something that people are into and something that people do enjoy. Uh, we're going to talk to you a little bit about what is the kink, uh, what forms does it take, what pleasure is it that people typically seek from it or derive from it? Uh we'll talk a little bit about how to practice it safely, how to practice it consensually, because as with everything in season one, everything goes back to consent. And that does include that this season, everyone, we will be doing on the kink of the week non-consent at some point, or more accurately, consensual non-consent. Uh, because it is a kink and it needs to be talked about. So we will be handling that on here as well. And of course. We will be talking about who in Final Fantasy 14 indulges in said kink. And we have to start with probably the widest known thing that I think people would call a kink. That your average person would call a kink. And that is BDSM. Uh, bondage and sadomasochism. Um, yeah. Oh, no, no. Do you not know
1: the full acronym? Oh, God, help me. I'll I only I only know it because it's not how acronyms work and it always irritates me that oh. this is technically the correct uh acronym. Oh, that's going to make It is math. the BD is uh oh, fucking bondage and discipline. Bondage and discipline, yep. Okay. I knew I actually then, did know those then ones. The, then the D and S is dominant and submissive.
0: No. Okay. And no, then the mad. S and M is sadomasochism. Work. Okay. Yep, okay. That's, how it is. Okay, that's so, not yeah. how
1: acronyms work, but that is what it is.
0: That's interesting. I okay. So I knew the bondage discipline, I, uh, and I knew the sadomasochism. I did not know that the the DS was doms. It is. A,
1: it is fucking apparently.
0: So it uh, so it's SM. Yeah. All right. So it's actually B D D S S M. Good to know. Uh. But yeah. Uh. And I mean, to be fair, I I think a lot of that is because the the sub dom thing is usually implied. In inside of, of of BDSM, so that I guess that would make sense. I don't know a whole lot of people into bondage that don't work somehow in a dom sub relationship. I guess possible. I guess but.
1: you could. I guess you could make a joke that it's like it's kind of constrained in
0: the center there. Oh, but yeah, I'm so reaching. All right. Yeah, you're you're correct. It is definitely bound. Uh, but yeah,
1: I kind I kind of figured. Uh, we we discussed which one we wanted to start all of this with, and uh, it was either going to be start with something that should probably be our last episode of the season with it, <laughs> or start with something that is the one that, like you said, the most people are yeah. aware of, Right. which I chose to phrase as we'll start at the bottom and we'll make it to the top.
0: There we go. And yes, the other one we were debating between was uh, Tentacles and Unusual Insertions, which we will definitely talk about this we
1: will get. We will get to that, though. Uh,
0: so uh, let's start how we're always going to start this off by saying, does anyone on the cast partake in BDSM? Uh,
1: real quick, I, I want to, while we're on the air, while we're recording, uh, I wanted to ask you a question, Kali, about, oh. how, about how we're going to proceed with this. I've never been more nervous. Uh, you should be uh do we want to say that it's okay if or i definitely should not
0: recommend
1: uh examples out there of these things that are good
0: no i i think uh in the interest of helping people who Maybe hear about this and go. Well, that's interesting. I'd like to know more. Yeah, I think you should definitely put examples out there. Of okay. Things that are good.
1: Okay. Okay. Then for the rest of this, when I find artists or animators or etc. that uh, fit these very well, I will be sure to call attention to that. I just, Absolutely. I just wanted to get that. I just wanted to get that. Also, if anyone listening to this makes this kind of thing, makes anything that you think would end up on a kink of the week. You can DM me on Discord anytime <laughs> you want.
0: I am available uh 24 hours a day for your DMs. Uh, I am available 24 hours a day
1: for your DMs.
0: Yeah. Uh so yeah, let, let's as I say, let's start uh does anyone on the cast partake in BDSM?
1: Yes. I'm going to guess that's all of us. I think all of us probably
0: do at least at least to an extent, I think all of us uh probably do. Uh so uh Draco, I'll actually let you start it off uh what i mean it's so hard to say the phrase what is bdsm because it's so much but what in general is bdsm so essentially the
1: over-encompassing idea with it right the linking theme is that it is a it is it boils down to being about power plays primarily expressed through uh the restriction and control of power yes correct Um, The term dominant and submissive, like the dom-sub thing that gets brought up all the time everywhere, that has now been weirdly equated and conflated with top or bottom and all of that, originates
0: here. By the way, top and bottom, dom and sub, not the same thing.
1: They are not. It's really Mm -hmm. funny when you make memes and you equate them to be the same, but also that's not what they mean. Correct. One is specifically... A preference in position, and the other is a preference in role. Correct. Different things. Different things. Um, but yeah. So basically, um, my experience, <laughs> I, I'm not going to say what I thought. Uh-huh. It's bad. Okay. Um. Anyway, uh, so BDSM is frequently expressed, pursued, explored through the use of a lot of very traditional uh, things. We're talking, this is where you get uh, candle wax chains, mm-hmm. tips, leather, um, big be- leather. Oh, definitely. Thank you for chiming in on that. Okay. I, it, it was so inherent to it. My brain just kind of blew past. Like, yeah, that's, I've yeah, already said that. It's already leather- there. I, but- I said BDSM. Everyone knows there's leather. here.
0: And, it, and so many of those things too, that we also think of, of handcuffs, blindfolds, gags, uh, yes. whips, like... Paraphernalia. The, uh, parapher- uh, so much sex paraphernalia all has its basis in BDSM. All those, even. All those, mm-hmm. unfortunately, Fuck probably do, do indeed Fuck. probably come from there in some way. They, they do <laughs> probably technically count, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and things even beyond that, things like chastity, things like, uh, uh, clamps, things like... Uh, all over the spectrum, uh, these things have their their basis in BdSM but like you so adequate or elo- eloquently I should say put it, it all comes down to power plays. It's all based on the idea of either taking or surrendering power. That is what the the appeal of BdSM, is whether you are uh, expressing that through sensory deprivation with things like blindfolds or earmuffs or 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 a gag or something like that or through literally binding someone or doing suspension play or, or things like that uh, serena oh my Wow,
2: uh, i'm sorry <laughs> i've gotten really close to my mic i'm listening
0: <laughs> just you sounded very i said suspension play and i heard you go oh oh okay yes Oof. please um and you, a lot of the interesting uh the, so many people enjoy bdsm for the, for the for the outfits for the for the clothes that they wear whether it be pvc or latex or leather like it's so it's so sexy and so incredibly artistic uh too i think that when we talk about what do people derive pleasure from in in bdsm if you're the dominant it is from showing your partner or taking your partner through an experience getting them to submit to you understanding that like being able to hold them in your hands and and you and you know, not to be over dramatic about it, but controlling their fate. Mold and, them like clay. Yes. And for the for the submissive, the appeal frequently, not always, not everyone is the same, but for the appeal frequently is in the surrendering of power, allowing yeah. someone else to take control and and know that, you know, there they is will an take excitement. care of you. Yeah, there's an, exactly there's there's an excitement in the danger of it, and also a satisfaction in the safety of it when when you're with the right partner. So, I think uh, that is what people typically derive from BDSM. That is what they what they get out of it, and why people would choose to practice it. Um, mm-hmm. and, and like that is of course a gross oversimplification of the general gist of BDSM, it can go so far beyond that into things like pet play and into things like, um, uh, uh, financial domination or a, a billion other ways that this can take shape. There's so many. But the, at its core, it is about a surrendering of power. And ju- just like the Dom sub relationship is, uh, and that's why they're based out of the same place. Uh, I want to talk about this because it's super important how to practice it safely. Uh, because yes, Mm -hmm. It's so important. Uh, Number one thing. Do not tie
1: up anyone or chains or use any kind of other new implement, the uh, melting wax, any of that stuff, before you understand what the limits of what you can do with that are. Do not fucking cut off circulation to places. Do not tie knots and hang people in ways that you will do damage to tendons. Yep. Do not use wax that has a very high melting
0: point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and uh, it, it's super no. important to say that because so many injuries can derive from BDSM. Uh, and it's not necessary for that to happen because there are a billion and one tutorials out there on how to properly tie your partner on how to do shibari properly or, yeah. or, or how to suspend someone if that's what they want. And, I guarantee you, I mean, I shouldn't say I guarantee you, if you are in at all a sizable city, there is a BDSM scene somewhere where you can go to learn.
2: And for honestly, if you are going to use rope and tie people, make sure you have your fucking safety scissors nearby.
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh, ultimately, remember, Doms, you are ultimately responsible for the safety uh, of what is happening. So as much as you want to be thinking about you know, pleasuring and 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 making something incredible for your submissive, uh you're also, you know, they are putting their safety in your hand a lot of the time. So make sure that you're taking that very seriously. And on that note, safe word, safe word, safe word. You can come up with something fun. You could do basic. Like you literally
2: can do red, yellow, and green.
0: Yeah. I know we talked about that in the Dom Sub relationship, but it's bare it bears repeating. Serena, take us through the red, yellow green system, please.
2: Red, yellow, green. Green, good. We're good to go. Like, you are all gears firing. Yellow, hold on a second.
0: Or we're approaching my boundary.
2: Or pause for just a moment. We, I mean, I use pause. Pause pause for a moment. And then red, stop. Game's over. Don't pass, go. Do not collect 200. You better
0: stop. But, Serena, I'm into having, uh, to being gagged, and I can't always talk.
2: You can have hand signs. There we go. Easy peasy. You figure out what you need to do. You can do tapping. You could basically use forms of sign language or what you and your partner or partners have come up with together. Mm -hmm. Make sure you all know it and go over it. Like literally go over it every single time.
0: And there really is no reason to be in a situation where you can't give a signal. Like, Mm -hmm. I know there can be like, I mean, like, listen, here's the only time you should ever be in a situation where where you can't give a signal when it's fiction, when it's a story Mm -hmm. that you're writing. Yeah. Uh, If you are practicing BDSM in real life and you, you should never put yourself in a position where you can't make a hand signal, where you can't make a gesture with your eyes, where you can't say something like you always need to be able to communicate because at the end of the day, while we love sex and pushing our limits and all that stuff we have to be safe. And it's yeah. so important to be. Safe, sane, consensual. consensual. And consensual. That's the other thing. If you can't say no anymore, or if you can't say games over anymore, it's really hard to say that you're consenting at that point because mm-hmm. you're just having to go along with it. And maybe you do. Maybe, maybe you get through the whole session and it's perfect and wonderful and there was an extra, an extra thrill of excitement because you did, weren't able to get out of it. Even if you had wanted to, you had to make it through to the end. But like, take that suspension play what if one thing goes wrong and you're te- and you tear a tendon or yeah. you cut off blood to something like that can go horribly horribly wrong you have to be able to, c- to communicate it's so yes. important
1: uh, also uh if you are gagged uh and the hands are bound things like that don't forget that you can still work out like tap code equivalents mm-hmm. absolutely
0: the gag doesn't completely silence you, I promise. Right. One loud tap is good to go. Two loud taps is yellow. Three yeah. loud taps, game's over. You you exactly. can work out something for a broad variety of situations.
2: And mm-hmm. even like that, I always think, like, I know you are in, like, a scene and doing things. But if you are, like, the dominant in that scene, you should always still be checking up on some, the person you're with. Oh, yeah.
0: Absolutely. Yes.
2: Even if they aren't giving you a sign or anything like that you should always be like just double check, be like, we good, you ready? You okay? Let's go. All right. Exactly. And don't, and don't forget, even yourself as being the dominant in this situation, you can still use these safe words. They're not just for the person that is being submissive or being tied up or anything like that. You as well also have that ability to use them. I know
0: yes. I know I've mentioned it multiple times on the show in season one, but I will again because we're talking about BDSM. Uh, if you want to read a very cute comic that deals with BDSM in a pretty mature way uh, and in a, a fairly realistic way, although of course it's played up for effect in the comics, uh, you should read Sunstone by Shape you on Sage. Read
2: Sunstone.
0: You absolutely should. It is a beautiful story about two girls who are uh, exploring BDSM and feelings for one another in it. And it's 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 funny. It's really well drawn. It's really well written. Uh, And it handles BDSM so maturely uh, and is a great... I mean, it was, for me even, a really good introduction to that community. Um, And I mean, I admittedly, I don't know how the hardcore BDSM community feels about Sunstone. But for me, anyway, it was a really inviting way to understand that community and become more a part of it. I feel like... The community has a lot of
1: representation that sucks. Yeah. And Sunstone is
0: fabulous. It, it, exactly. Because mm-hmm. there is a lot of like fiction and a lot of comics for BDSM that like you, when you watch it or you see it, you're like, yeah, but if this was ever happening in real life, this would be terrible. Like one yeah. thing that, that I mean, it's worth noting that Sunstone. It is so named because that's the girl's safe word. Like, that is their safe word. And the whole comic was based around that word uh, and how important that is. And the understanding of, like, hey, not only is it incumbent on me to listen whenever you use that safe word, but it is incumbent on you to use it when you need to. I have to be able to trust you that you're going to use it. Uh, a lot of very important things get covered in that book. and I I mean, I absolutely love it, so I highly recommend it. Um. All right, last thing on this, then. Who... In Final Fantasy 14 indulges in bondage. Yes. And BSM. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of people do. Uh I think uh I'll i I'll start off and say uh uh hundred percent. Oh yeah, Yshtola. Yeah. I mean, right? Like definitely yeah. <laughs> uh we're gonna <laughs> see we're gonna see Runar in a gimp suit at some point, I'm telling you. <laughs> That's just a fact. I mean, uh,
1: we don't, don't, need that we don't know back. that he didn't get just locked in a closet while she went back to the source for a while. We we <laughs> do not know that. We, we don't uh, know that he's not currently gagged somewhere in the
0: forest. Correct.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: Magni, for sure. Is this oh, up? yes. And on, on the other hand, Sadu, probably.
2: Oh my god, yes.
0: Like, you will never uh, convince me Sadu does not have, like... When you like go to like her tent, she's got like six aura girls bound and gagged and blindfolded.
2: <laughs> Didn't we say um Yugiri and Hien for um... Yeah, oh yeah, for the rope play mm-hmm. of it? Yes. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Yugiri and Hien, they are definitely both practitioners of uh, of bondage play 100%. Yep.
2: Uh,
0: who else? Who am I missing? Um I If, if Zenos ever had had sex, I think he would be into it.
2: Yes.
1: I don't think Xenos... I think Xenos is too boring to have been into it, honestly. You think so? I think it takes too long. He's too impatient. Oh, uh,
0: yeah, okay. That
1: means- be like, he, he wouldn't be down with taking the time to actually tie knots.
0: There's no such thing as a quickie in BDSM.
1: Exactly. No. Um, I, I will say, uh, I think that along the similar level of doesn't but could have, uh, Urianger... Definitely yeah. owns at least five different books on how to tie knots that he has oh, yeah. never once had the opportunity <laughs> to put into practice.
0: Just waiting for that moment. <laughs> Just waiting for that moment where it comes up. I know. I, I I agree. Someday Moonbrita will come back from the dead, and then he'll have someone who will let him tie them up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's that's about it. Uh yeah. I, I think those are probably your your main suspects for who in Final Fantasy 14? Merlweb, Oh. Oh
2: god. yeah.
0: Yeah. No. You yeah. can't tell me she doesn't know how to tie knots. No, Merle. Merle-Lib, uh, not just the knots. She uh, blindfold uh the, the whole nine yards with Merle she, oh, yeah. she does the candle thing. There's no way she does it. Exactly. Oh my god. Wax play. Yeah, she's definitely in uh, uh
1: pro tip for those of you in the audience. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. Sorry, you have to know this. Do not use candles unless they are made for this.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. Don't oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my
2: God. Please don't do, not sorry. do it.
0: I, I'm so glad you brought it back up because I, I heard you mention something about it earlier and I forgot to come back to it. Yeah. Um. So when we talk about wax play, people, um, they make special candles for it. You cannot use the candles you have in your living room. Do not go get your Yankee candle from the living room no. and try and drip that on someone. It's going to burn really bad. It's they going make- they yeah. make candles that 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 have a really low melting point for the wax, so that they burn quickly and uh, don't burn and and don't hurt you. Like yeah, it's designed for that. It gives you a little, tss and then it's they, gone. They
1: they hurt you. It
0: doesn't damage you. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's meant to elicit a little bit of pain and excitement and and feeling a sensation, and then it's gone. That yeah. Please also, you can control careful. the
1: temperature by controlling how high up you drop it because it'll actually cool as it's falling. But there Correct. is basically no safe height you can drop like a fucking Yankee candle from.
0: No, you will burn no. the person. Please, yes, always be careful with your mother. And really, this is kind of like what we say when, uh, when we say BDSM, especially, and we will get into kinks later on that might not have as well fleshed out a scene, but in almost any major city and even a lot of smaller cities, there is a BDSM community of some kind. And if there's not, there's one online you can find where you can learn a lot, where you can learn a lot of tips and tricks and, and how to practice safely and and how to, as, as the dom, how to you know make something incredible for your partner, as the sub, how to properly please your partner and get into the moment. There's so much that you can learn out there. Uh, BDSM really is one of those ones. And you also, this is so important, just because you say, I might want to experiment with BDSM does not mean you need to be suspended in the air with a blindfold on and a gag in your mouth. BDSM can be as simple as your hands are handcuffed to the headboard and you're playing with that. It can be that simple.
2: If you it... are new, you can start simple.
0: Yeah, start with small little things, little surrenders of power that you can give away and see if it's interesting to you. Because if it's if if you being uh, handcuffed above your head and you're uncomfortable with that, you're not going to want to go any further because it's you only have to surrender more power as you go along. So, But if that excites you, well, next time you can push a little bit further. Try a blindfold next time. See how that goes. Yeah. Uh, and Recommended. Uh, get some, uh, they make a, a great thing now. It Literally, it goes under your mattress, uh, and it's just like feet cuffs that come out the bottom of your mattress, and it's literally held in place. You don't have to have anything suspended in the room or set up. It's literally just two cuffs that come out from the bottom of your mattress. The weight of the mattress holds it down, And you can bind their feet to the bed, too. Now we're getting somewhere.
2: Exactly. Uh, uh,
0: And, uh, no, I don't know that for any particular reason. Uh, But, yeah. That's our, our first kink of the week. That is BDSM. Again, these will all be very brief overviews of, of of the kink but hopefully it will give you a little bit of insight into why people are interested in it how to practice it safely uh and and what you can do to to find out a little bit more about it if it is something that interests you and of course we always tell people we are in the discord server the layer of the Casuals discord you can find the link uh on our twitter uh and uh, is the warriors of lust chat in there if you ever have any more questions about any of the kinks that we profess to be uh, a part of you are more than welcome to come in and ask, and we'd be happy please, to talk about them.
2: Please add us if you don't see us.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We are all in there. Uh, you can find uh, the uh, the temptress of fate Serena Hema, the insatiable Draco Drake, and the uh, the enemy of innocence Callie Page. All. <laughs> <laughs> in the layer of this casuals discord server uh, and that's going to be it for our very first episode of season one or season two Jesus criminy oh season my God. two Back season two time. episode 13 yeah I know we're, we're done with the very first episode of season two and we're clocking in in about an hour and 50 minutes we did quite well as we said much longer than season one's episodes are I want to thank everyone for tuning in and listening we want to thank you all for uh, bearing with us through the season break uh, as we retooled and got things ready for season two Uh, You can follow us on social media at wolcastxiv on Twitter. You can follow me on social media at escalia, E-S-K-A-L-I-A, and at twitch.tv slash Escalia. We are streaming Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday nights right now. We're playing d and a whole bunch at the moment, so if you're into some live plays and actual plays and you want to see the world that I'm currently uh, designing, you can check out uh, our Thursday night game, The Whispers in Silence. Uh, it's a real fun game. We're only on session four, so uh, we'll be session four this week. So you haven't missed out on a whole lot. We're still real early on, and I think you'll really enjoy it. Serena, where can people find you?
2: Uh, you can find me here in the layer of these casuals. You can also find me on Twitter at PurpleGothZela. And you can also find me on Twitch at KieranRose. And that's K Y R A N R O Z E. I stream whenever I want.
0: Because Hell Because
2: yeah. I work a lot.
0: <laughs> that's powerful. I like that. Jiraku, where can people find you?
1: You can find me most easily on Discord at 24 characters, the digits two, four characters. Uh, number, fuck, what is it? Three six two five? Is that it? Two it's five Discord, three five. No, two five three five. Man, can you tell that it's been a while since I had to say those digits aloud? Um, I yeah. also have a Tumblr at sephiroth and if you see someone online in a video game, and it's a good video game or League of Legends and you see the name Safest Sephiroth, or It's Not Slander If It's Written. You found me. It's
0: not slander if it's written. (laughs) It's not. No, it's libel correct <laughs> i love that <laughs> all right i love it uh so that's where you can find us make sure you check it out if you have not already we do encourage you head on over to the patreon at patreon.com escalia uh even a dollar a month will get you access to the pre-show which we record every week uh right before the episode it goes out a day before you'll also get the episode's Uh, a couple days early. I think uh, $3 is the minimum for that, but uh, you'll get the episodes out on Friday every week instead of on Sunday at 3 o'clock. So make sure you go check that out. Uh, And that, of course, helps fund the show. I want to thank my co-hosts, Serena Hima and Jeraku Drake, joining me as always. You can uh, find the show over at... Oh, my gosh, I haven't had to do this in such a minute. But uh, you can find the show anywhere you get your podcasts, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, wherever you find your podcasts. And, uh, yeah, that's going to be it. Also, by the way, you can also find some merch if you're interested in some Warriors of Lust merch. It's available at streamlabs.com slash uh, slash merch. So you're going to want to check that out. Uh, we got all kinds of cool uh, Warriors of the stuff over there. That's going to be it for tonight's episode. Thank you all so much for joining us. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you're looking forward to a great season ahead of us. It's going to be a good one. Until next time, have a good one. The Warriors of Lust podcast is part of the Limit Break Radio Network and created by the support of its listeners, including patrons like Claire Corrin, Shira Hartslott, and Kiona Barakimfwen. Views and opinions expressed in this show are solely those of Callie Page, Serena Hima, and Jiraku Drake, and are in no way affiliated with Square Enix. They'll tell you. Opening and closing themes provided by Kurai Kuromu. Check them out on Twitter at Kurai Kuromu. If you want to support the Warriors of Lust podcast, check out our Patreon at patreon.com Escalia, and make sure to follow us on Twitter at WOLK past XIV